Hello, Podlers. Thank you ever so much for downloading. I need to ask you a favour. If anybody listening to this right now knows Jermaine Genus, the former England Spurs and Nottingham Forest football player, please do not tell him about anything you're going to hear. And if you are Jermaine Genus and you're listening to this podcast... Don't get freaked out, okay? <laughs> just, just go with it, okay? It was meant with the best of intentions. Yeah, you've got good table manners. I do, like, yeah. It's I a mean, compliment, it's, really. it's not creepy. Just creepy right. is what it ain't. Yeah. Enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Whenever someone says the book was better than the movie, they're just trying to boast about their imagination. That was Kirsty's first thought today. <laughs> My Based first thought? about their imagination. Let's turn Dave Berry on, meaning the radio ofs. Have a great day, everyone. Well, hey, thank you, good. and to you. Uh, good morning. It's 11 minutes past six. Welcome to the show. It is a Tuesday. Uh, everybody's present again, which is always very nice. Matt Dyson, hello. Hello there, David. What was your first thought today, my uh, friend? My first thought, I walked past that new restaurant that's just outside the studios. Have you have you been there yet, that new one? No, oh, but... Directly opposite. Fo- yeah, it folly. looks really nice. That's I looked nice, it up it? and it's very expensive. It looks nice. Mm. Um, me and Dave were walking past there yesterday and we noted, I noted the uh, <laughs> the curtain that's by the oh, door. Oh, yes, I know where this is going. Because uh, it's got sort of frosted glass. I thought, well, everyone can see in through the window, but there's this curtain as if the curtain hides it off. Like mm. a sort of members club vibe. Uh, and then me and Dave were discussing it, and I thought maybe it's like a, a sort of draft excluder, just a very big draft <laughs> excluder, the curtain. And to which Dave said something fascinating, which I, re- I was fully on board with, until he said he's realised that he was talking nonsense, or, or just making it up. Well, I, think. Well, I think, were you making it up off the top I've of your head? I've had to Google it. Yeah, <laughs> Dave said, just in passing, oh, it's, uh, it's clearly a, a nod to 1930s Parisian bar culture. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, I, yeah I, okay. Dave, I feel like that's a sentence you used to get out of a lot of situations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was my answer on pointless, yeah. which is why I went out in the first round. It was name an obscure country. Well, Richard, I think you'll find that's a non nineteen Brazilian bar culture. Fair play to you. You did. You, you said it. You let it hang there. And you thought actually, I, I don't even know that's true. No, <laughs> I, just I said, said I don't it. know why I'm saying it. It just sounded good, right? It, but that some people will say things like that and just move on and. And that's how they live their lives, saying things like that and not correct. Liars, not, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen will say, "Oh, it's not, not the 1930s; it's a Parisian bar culture." I mean, in a puff of smoke, he's gone, and you yeah, never yeah, see him again. Yeah, exactly. I got away with it again. All there is is a velvet so, cape on the floor. Yeah. But, yeah, but you said it, and but I like the fact you you realised that it sounded a bit pretentious. Well, yeah. That, I mean, so if you want to know what I'm like at about quarter past ten every morning, it's really pretentious. <laughs> um, look, I've googled image 1930s oh, really? Parisian bar oh. culture. Take um, a look and at that. Do they have the curtains that they have yeah, the big of course, curtains. it's exactly what it's like at the bar opposite it is very fancy what's it what's the, I don't know how to pronounce the name is it Wim, Wimpey Wim, Wimpy it's Wimpy. Wimpy. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio always nice to know what's rumbling around in that brain of yours first thought was at 4.50am this morning and it occurred to me I've got a health and safety conference today. How exciting from Matt in Wales. Oh My goodness. First thing I thought of this morning is that I'm off to see Shed 7 tonight in Blackburn but I haven't booked Wednesday off work from Andrew. Ooh. Who puts a gig on on a Tuesday night? Come, Come on. on, Shed 7. People are trying to go for gold here. Yeah. <laughs> sort it out. <laughs> sort it out. Um, my first thought this morning uh, genuinely was will Jermaine Genus have dinner with me? 
I wonder yes. if I can pay like some kind of charity fee to where I get a night with Jermaine Genus. Just but just to eat with him. You like yeah, oh, watching? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all, not like indecent proposal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How much money? We're going to ring up Mrs. Genus and go. I'll give you one million dollars for a night <laughs> yeah. with your husband. Uh, um, no, what it is is we all like Jermaine Genus. He's a good. He's a good love sports him. pundit. I'm a massive fan. Do you know uh, Matt Ford, who did the Palladium show and does rock and roll football on Absolute Radio? He was in the exact same class at school as Jermaine Genus. Was he really? They were both not only in the same year. Oh, that's my age. Same age. Same age. They're in the same year, but in the same class. In in my head, Jermaine Genius is still 26 years old. He still looks so young, doesn't he? He's still got a chance of breaking into the England side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you saying 40 doesn't look young? That's the thing. No, no. No, I'm just saying 40 doesn't look 24. Let's not be around the book. No, he doesn't. But they were in the exact same class, and apparently Jermaine Genius was amazing at football back then. Well, yeah, I mean, he's like... I thought you were going to say, like, he was really clever. When you're at school with professional footballers, they just stand out a mile. Yeah. No, no one can even get near them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But they're both in the exact same class and uh, both do well, very well Well, that's my aim. It's amazing. Well, does anyone want to know why I want to have dinner with Jermaine yeah. Genus? Or? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yes, well, uh, yeah. It's, it's fascinating, your new obsession. With Jermaine Genus, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, this isn't something I've ever felt about anybody ever in my life, but Jermaine Genius is currently um, fronting a, a documentary on iPlayer about um, sports people going vegan and how it's, they say it's impacted on their health and their recovery from injury and stuff like this. Uh, yeah. And so throughout this documentary, as is the nature of him trying to be a vegan, he's eating a lot of food. And he just watching him eat is just such a joy. <laughs> There's a bit where he goes to a vegan um, dirty burger place. Yeah. And uh, he's like, he's stuffed the burger into his face and he's like putting a handful of like chips in as well. And it's just mm. one of the most captivating things I've ever seen. <laughs> is he like a gross eater or does he do it in no, a very delicate fashion? I don't fashion know how he does it. I don't it. like watching people eat. I don't even yeah. like the rustling of bags on the train. You know, I'm that guy. You hate just a rummage. Watch, yeah. I hate a rummage. But he's just, the way he eats, it's just. Has he got food? He's got food in his cheeks. He's, he's like, like stored it like a little hamster thing. But then he's still going in with the chips. Still going in with the chips. No, I know, I know him. I know. It sounds disgusting. But I just want to, I just want to take him for dinner. The weird thing that would freak Jermaine out would be obviously when I didn't order anything and I just sat there. Like yeah. that. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. Yo, Matt Dyson. Yo, David. <clears throat> What's uh? What's going on out there? First, we have some uh, new festive condiment news uh, brought to my attention by uh, Billy Husky on Twitter. Billy Husky, uh, a daft lump from Somerset is how he describes himself, but thank you. Billy, Billy. uh, the world's first Brussels sprout ketchup is about to be released. What's going on? (laughs) Is is it a Heinz product? It's not Heinz, no. No, it is made by uh, The Sauce Shop, uh, which is some company that specialises in sauces. And they've got together with Amazon uh, to sell this. I mean, soon you won't be able to buy sauce from anywhere else in the world, just Amazon, because that's (laughs) all that'll be left on the high street. So you better get used to it when you're buying your sauces. And they'll go to their, what are they called, the warehouses? Fulfillment centres. Dream fulfillment centres. (laughs) It's a strange Black Mirror-esque thing to do, isn't it? It's not a warehouse, it's a fulfillment centre. Fulfillment centre. And then that's when they send out the Brussels sprouts. We had some sandwiches delivered with Brussels sprouts in the other week, and they they were all right. They were all right. So producer Sam and I finished off uh, one yesterday, but it had been in the fridge for about four days. Oh, we'd given it a certain tang, which maybe wasn't intentional, but... (laughs) Not the ones ones we got sent. Yeah. 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 It was about a week ago. Yeah. Was it? Sam, didn't tell me that. Uh, It it tasted all right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I lost a couple of fillings, but it was it, it was alright. <laughs> I think the Brussels sprouts get, get some bad press. I mean, 
If you put enough mustard on those little bad boys, they're fine. Oh, I like yeah. them, but I don't want them in sauce form. No, but I no, feel like... No, uh, I don't think you need them in every, sauce form. Uh, the, the nicest compliment you can give them is they're fine, and I feel like yeah. we don't have to eat them. No. So yeah, why, why? You do have to eat them on Christmas no, dinner. No, you don't. No, you do. No one's, you're not going to yeah, tell yeah. anyone. No. no. Only on Christmas you dinner. You do have to. Have yeah. But it's nice when you become an adult and you can you can make your own choice about that, can't you? Oh, yeah. Make your own Christmas dinner. What I like to do is cook them with some lardons and some garlic and cream. fry them up. That is serious. Good, yeah. Well, my nan used to make bubble and squeak on Boxing Day using the leftovers. Yes, you know, and the Brussels sprout actually works very well with yes. the context yeah, it gets of the better over squeak. time. Actually, yeah. his grand found that with his sandwich. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, so I mean, we should maybe give it a try. Uh, some. But Brussels what would you put ketchup. that on, though? Yeah, you wouldn't want that's to make a really good point. Potatoes. You, need, you yeah. need a sauce to put on Brussels sprouts to make them tolerable. Maybe yeah. with Whereas, cold meats. Maybe with your cold meat platter on Boxing Day, you just put a bit of Brussels sprouts. See, maybe it's a turkey sandwich. Yeah, filling. Yeah, turkey or ham sandwich. Possibly. Uh, well, uh, hopefully we'll all get some for Christmas. And then there's another story on Reddit this morning uh, about what really really obvious things you've only just realised are very popular. Uh, Jermaine Genius was good at football at school. <laughs> Is that in there? <laughs> yes, there's one. Um, someone here uh, learned that allspice is actually one spice and not a blend of spices like cinnamon and nutmeg, which I don't think I realised until today. I was today years old when I found that oh, out. God, don't, oh, yeah. don't bring that back. <laughs> I'd rather drink a whole bottle Did you of know Brussels all sprout sauce than you say that. Allspice was just a, a spice in itself. Isn't it an aftershave? Isn't that the aftershave <laughs> my dad gives? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that? That's confusing. Someone else here only realised the Grammys were called the Grammys because the awards are gramophones. I think that's fairly well known, isn't it? Yeah. I, d- I didn't know I that. I hadn't really thought I, yeah. about that no. before. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, this one person here says, <laughs> super embarrassing, but in college I would order Roman Cokes because I heard everyone else ordering the same. Turns out I misheard and everyone still was just asking for Roman Coke. <laughs> 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 Can I have a Roman Coke, please? They sound amazing. So, so exciting. Uh, uh, um, and yeah, there's just loads of uh, random facts on this Reddit. It's, it's worth having a look at, I must admit. And then, well, when person... I get home, I'll have a gin and tonic and... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One person says, I'm 30 and I realised a few months ago that howdy is cowboy for how do you do? Which I suppose was uh, seems fairly obvious to me, does it? But no, it doesn't. None no. of these things are. Howdy, howdy partner. partner. How do you do? Howdy. Yeah, I mean, howdy. I knew it meant like, how howdy are you? Partner. It's a greeting, isn't yeah. it? Howdy. Yeah. It's like, how? How, yeah, oh, well, yeah. that was the Native American Indian version, wasn't yeah. it? How do you do, yeah. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> yeah that's exactly what they were saying. <laughs> yeah. oh. they, would, they would leave a beat as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's how for now. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Tying in a couple of the things we've just been touching on on the show, uh, someone's texted in saying, uh, we're saying it wrong, it's Brussels... Oh, yeah. Sprouts. Yeah. Oh, Coles de Sac. Yeah, it is. Coles de Sac. <laughs> Doubles whammy. Yeah. Hoisted yeah. petards. Oh. <laughs> it's like Charlie Bigham all over oh, again, isn't it? Oh, don't talk about that. Bigham. Wow. Bigham. Bigham. Charlie Bigham. Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I never say that. But the oh, S is Brussels running to sprouts. one another, Matt, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, that's it. It's because it's the place, isn't it? So, yeah, Brussels. But it's, yeah. They were very popular. But it's just Brussels. easier to just say. Brussels sprouts, isn't it? So yes. I think we should just rename the. the I I think we should rename the place Brussels. Yeah, yeah it's a good idea. It'd just be yeah, the Euro star yeah, to yeah. Brussels. Yeah, <laughs> and Parry. Eat some it's sprouts. Just, it does. It just makes things a whole lot easier. Yeah, or just sprouts. I suppose you just say sprouts. Pass, pass the sprouts. Pass the sprouts. But there are other types of sprout, aren't yeah. there? You could just call them the Brussels. Yeah, the Brussels. pass the Brussels. Yeah, but that mm. sounds a bit like Cockney rhyming slang for part of your body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, right, Brussels. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> what was your first thought this morning, Emma Jones? Um, why is my gym machine so passive aggressive? So I finished um, on the exercise bike last night when I was at the gym, Ooh. and uh, when I got off, it just it it came up on the screen. It just said pedal faster. <laughs> And I was like, no, I'm, du- I'm finished. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, stop, stop trying to make me do more. I've done my 20 minutes. Pedal faster. Is it like a dog faster. that wants you to tickle it more and stuff like that? It just keeps rolling over. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I've seen the pedal faster and I've been on it at the time. That's even worse. Um, Glenn, what's your first thought this morning? Um, it, so, it's difficult to articulate, but it's about um, footballers in different positions, different positions they played. So, this it, is slightly related <laughs> right to Jermaine Genus. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and him obviously being the best yes. in his class, inevitably. Yeah. But, like, if you went to school with, say, like, Claude Makalele, yeah. and obviously he would have been head and shoulders above everyone else, but obviously he was a defensive midfielder who couldn't yeah. score goals. So was the best player in your school just someone who just like you couldn't concede? Yeah, yeah, I just find yeah. that so weird. <laughs> yeah that he just absolutely dominated the playing field but never scored or anything like that was yeah, just like always yeah. really kept a good defensive bat line I mean if you think about the, the, posi- the position of the defensive midfielder is a relatively new one the Makaleli role yeah. yeah so but do kids nowadays say like oh, oh mate I... you're so good in the defensive midfield role but was yeah, it, yeah was there a score like the, strikers, the strikers were rubbish the goalkeepers were rubbish but they just had this one excellent holding midfielder <laughs> is that what it, like I don't understand how yeah, it works because you don't need to be good at keepy up ears or tricks no. to do that you just got to be able to read the game. None of the fancy stuff. Like, for best kid at your school was a goalkeeper. That just meant football's rubbish for everyone because no one yeah, ever scores. Yeah, 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 it's true. Although, I played against um, a bit like Fordy and Jermaine Genus, but Rio Ferdinand was my guy. Oh, wow. Well, and he yeah. was a striker. He was good at, at school. Yes. Right. So, obviously, he went on to become arguably one of the world's greatest ever defenders. But he, but he was played, a striker he and he was fantastic. He in any position. So, I imagine McAlaney probably scored like 14 goals a game at school level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You'd have thought so. You'd think they'd stand out in every every position on the pitch when they were kids. Mm. So, if anyone grew up in Marseille, uh, get in touch. <laughs> yeah, <and> <laughs> <laughs> it's a It's 8, 12, 15 Marseille. Not a million miles away from Brussels, of course, as we know. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. If you're listening to me, broadcasting right now the chances are you get up really really early there's also a chance you live with somebody else and that's where quiet considerations come into play you know you can't just be getting up and do it oh sorry boy Bjork. <laughs> she hates it when i talk over her oh i've done it again sorry so you can't just be getting up and doing what you want to do. You can't no. just fling the radio on loudly, yeah. turn on the shower, the lights, telly get your electric toothbrush out and start juggling with it. No. You've got to have some quiet considerations for the other people in which you live with, who you live with. Um, so much so that um, my latest quiet consideration for when I'm stalking the hallways of my house, yeah. <laughs> I live in a mansion, by the way, um, is I'm now a roll-on deodorant user. Oh, wow. Cutting down on the noisy spray sound that has woken my daughter from right. her slumber. And CFCs at the yeah. same time, yeah. Exactly, and it's, it's, apparently it's better for you as a human being not spraying chemicals into your, into your sweat pits. glands. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, so I've got a, a kind of rock salt natural roll-on deodorant. Ooh. So there's benefits for the planet for me, but also, most importantly, it's a quiet consideration. Yes. There's no more... Yeah. 
because I do both underarms. Yeah. Oh. And then I just do a big... Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have one sweaty <laughs> underarm anymore. Well, and then I just do a big body... An all-over mm. body spray. Oh, yeah. I think that just goes back to being a Lynx yeah, user yeah, in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah. Child, yeah, you just got to cover yourself in Java, haven't you? You're not going to cop off of anyone if you're not covered in Java. <laughs> and you take that. I've taken that with me from boy to being a man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, but you do that with the roll-on, so you roll it all <laughs> over your chest. All my clothes are stuck <laughs> to me. <laughs> It's all gummy under here now. It's a, it's a nightmare. But that's my quiet consideration. That's and of good. course, the reason I got thinking about this was because not too long ago, Matt Dyson, um, you, you talked about being considerate enough to. Uh, well, here we go. Oh. Well, it's just a playful little thing we do now. I think this is, that, this is quite playful. Uh, because I wash downstairs of a morning in the kitchen sink. So oh, that's yeah, yeah. Downstairs in the house. Yeah. <laughs> you mean geographically, yeah. everyone? Yeah. <laughs> this is a lovely little thing I do. I've started washing downstairs. <laughs> it goes such a long way. Yeah, I don't do that. I just spray Lynx Java all over it instead. That's <laughs> <laughs> my new way forward, though. Don't use no, a roll on. Yes, I, I, a blute in the kitchen sink. That's it. So that means, because so, obviously upstairs is where the family are sleeping. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. And the taps... shower's right next to the baby's room, so it's like, uh, it has to be done. So you're washing in the kitchen sink. Yeah. Um, Emma Jones, have you got any quiet considerations? I, well, on? I just don't wash um, oh, yes. in the mornings. Oh, I always yeah, make sure I have a shower before, the yeah, night so before. Do I, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it would be too loud to put the that shower. Undermines on. the idea of having the shower in the first place. <laughs> it it's nice to go to bed it's... really awake, isn't it? Really, <laughs> yeah. really refreshed and awake seconds before you go to sleep. I nice can't... hot cup of coffee, shower, yeah, 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 yeah. Get to bed. I can't stand people that don't have a shower before they go to bed. Right. You right. want to get into bed clean. Well, yeah, I heard about uh, what some of my friends. They have some old family friends who uh, they have a shower at night, right? And yeah. then they don't dry themselves. They don't use a towel. They get straight into bed, soaking wet. I, I, do you know what? I, I, I went through a period of trying to do this. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was just something it's really, there was something really nice sort of about sort of just drying off. In bed, you just felt. I, I, I don't know. I cut like I'm. I'm, I'm kind of on their sides. Your sheets are But not the whole night. If you wake up in the morning and the sheets are still sodden, obviously something's up with the temperature in your house. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is from yeah. the guy that puts wet clothes on straight well, out yeah, of the washing machine. Absolutely, and I maintain that as the best way to do it. It's easier than using an iron. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, we're talking about quiet consideration. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking about just soaking wet consideration. I've got the image of Glenn just laying naked on top of his duvet, drying off. Didn't say I was naked. You've added that. <laughs> so you've got out of the shower, you've got dressed, and then you've laid on the bed. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole process. Yeah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. Whoever is up first in our household gets changed and ready in the spare room. That's from Emily in Birmingham. Yeah, sensible. So the up early room. Mm. What a luxury to have. Thank you, yeah, Emily. Well. Dave, I know where all the creaky floorboards are in my house. Oh, yeah. My husband is eternally grateful as I leave for work at 5am from Sophia in Warwick. Must be like entrapment. You remember that Sean Connery character? <laughs> <laughs> <James movie? laughs> yeah, yeah. Just moving around on the laser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it's like. <laughs> I'm up at 4am and frequently climb over the top of the baby gate rather than oh. open it and causing the clang. Yeah, oh, noisy nice. things. That's from are. Matt, which that's is... Really um, good. That's a good one. And Eddie, not quite getting it, but wanting to get in touch, says, rule in my house is, if I'm up, everyone's up. Oh, hey, oh yeah. Eddie. Yes, he's he's a real, real man. man. Come on. <laughs> real noisy man. Well done. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I'll lay my stream on the pan instead of aiming directly into the reservoir from Mike. <laughs> 
<laughs> Reservoir. <laughs> what a fancy way of putting it. I know. How thoughtful. How considerate is that? Yeah, well, that is a quite consideration, ooh. Mike. Keep them coming, 8, 12, 15. I open the door on the microwave two seconds before it pings, says oh, Lucy. Oh, I do that anyway because I can't stand the, the five beeps that it makes me sit through. My yeah. mic, because we moved recently and the microwave was already there, integrated. Uh, it doesn't... It, yeah, no, no, thank you. I'm doing OK, it's fine, it's fine. Um, I, uh, it doesn't stop. It doesn't give you five and then stop. It just keeps on going. Oh, no. What? It's like the bad guy in Terminator 2, but oh, making wow. soup. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't put my headlights on until I'm down the clothes as they'll light up the bedroom across the road. I leave at 4.30am, says Robin in Coventry. That's, nice. that's yeah, considerate. That's nice. It's not even your own household. Yeah. yeah. Really well, it nice. sounds a bit dangerous at the same time. Driving yeah, down the road. Only a little bit down <laughs> the yeah. I don't want to wake anyone up at the service station, <laughs> so I have them off for the whole motorway <laughs> journey. <laughs> He's called the shadow of the M25. <laughs> So I don't wake my dog, Dave. I open the washing machine door very slowly because he always thinks I've just washed his toys and he runs to check. My dog has a busy day of sleeping ahead, so I don't want to bother him. Emily says uh, she's on her way to work as a teacher in Slough. And yes, I do my laundry before work. Oh, Oh. wow. Impressive. Joining us right now on line one, we have Jamie. Good morning, Jamie. Morning, Dave. Morning, everybody. Morning. 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 Oh, this Uh, is next level what Jamie's done here. This is amazing. Yeah, you're so (laughs) considerate. But, nay, you're a genius, Jamie. Tell everybody your quiet consideration. Well, I'll get up before everybody most of the time, and I make my morning coffee. And when you use the metal spoon, it, it tings quite a lot. Yeah. And it woke everybody up a few times. So I, we had one of the plastic spoons in the drawer that in one of the measuring spoons. And I just started using that, and it doesn't make any noise then. So, oh, so, so you're wow. using the, like, the bean for the baby powdered milk. You're yeah. using that kind well, of measuring yeah, spoon. Similar to that, just the, the teaspoon measuring spoon. But because it's plastic, as you, as you no stir clinking. the coffee, it doesn't make any noise. Yeah, so yeah, smart. It's really what a lovely good. guy. Yeah. What a lovely guy we you are, Jamie. We should all adopt that. Do you, yeah. do you feel appreciated by your family? Are you getting the props you deserve for this? <laughs> no, no. No, no. Of course not. No, no. Um, Jamie, lovely having you on the show, my friend. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Nice to be on. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Everybody loves a works Christmas party. Get to tell your boss a thing or two. <laughs> yeah. You. Come over here. <laughs> get to spread and you get to hear office gossip. Mm. The lifeblood of any organisation. Yeah. Shh. You heard about Leona. <laughs> Practically perfect in every way. Yeah. Very good at arm wrestling. But not everybody gets a works Christmas party. Sometimes it's just down to the fact that you've got a bit of a Scrooge of a boss. So we want to change that with our friends at Wix. We want to throw the ultimate Christmas party, the Christmas party to end all parties. We've sorted the venue, we've sorted the DJ, we're going to give you food, we're going to pay the bar tab, and we will have a band playing live. And it's not just any band, it's these guys. Yes, Feeder are going to be there. Don't worry, I won't be on stage with them singing along and ruining the whole thing. Uh, It's going to be an incredible time for you and your work colleagues. All you need to do is get online and tell us why you think you deserve this Christmas bash. 
And joining us right now on line one, we've got Lawrence. Good morning, Lawrence. Good morning, Dave. How you doing, my friends? I'm not doing too bad. Excellent. So, very well. Thanks for asking. Lovely having you on the show. So, please do tell everybody what you and your staff do and why you think you deserve a Christmas party. Uh, so, I work for a children's charity called Park in Essex, and we uh, work with uh, disabled children and their families, for, and we give them play opportunities, basically, at our purpose-built centre. Um, the staff are incredible. Um, my staff team are all really young, but really mature. Um, literally, they're between like 18 and 21, so the work is very hard and very difficult, but they are amazing. They absolutely smash it every session, um, make sure that all of our kids come in, have a great time and go home with a smile on their face. They put so much hard work and so much effort in to giving these kids like an, an amazing time. Um, so they just all fully, fully deserve their hard work to be uh, recognised, basically. Wow, Lawrence, yes. I mean, I'm sure that the kids, young people and their families beyond are so grateful and thankful for, uh, you know, you committing to it so wholeheartedly and giving them such a great time. Um, so this is good. You did say they're very mature. There's no room for maturity at one of our Christmas parties, I'm afraid, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only downside. Uh, so you have, like everyone who's entered, you've reimagined a Christmas classic. Um, we're going to play it next. Tell everyone which song you tackled. Uh, we've tackled We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Oh, a classic. And yeah. who features on this? Is it you and the kids? Is it you and your, your colleagues? Who's, who's involved? Uh, well, we had a session last night and we got um, every staff member and all of the young people that were, on, that were there to sing along. So it's a bit of a choral affair <laughs> <laughs> okay so Lawrence the time has come um, this features yourself I believe uh, turning the cuteness up to 11 on this little ditty you've got your daughter involved as well singing a solo yep and yeah, then I, I roped her in a bit as well yeah roped her in and then, you, and then you've got all the lovely people that you, you see on a daily basis at Park in Essex all doing an ensemble number towards the end so it builds into a crescendo uh, how are you feeling about the nation hearing it Lawrence more than happy to everyone to hear our vocal talents. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> In that case, here we go. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs> because I do bring you oh. king. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy oh. New Year. We will be on with happiness on top. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Ah, plucking at the heartstrings. <laughs> good entry, that. That is a good entry. Lawrence, thank you for sharing that with everybody. We could be talking <laughs> to you towards the end of the week to tell you that you're coming to the ultimate Christmas party. Send our love to everybody at Park in Essex. We might be speaking to you soon. Excellent. Thanks very much, Dave. Cheers, Lawrence. Take care, my friend. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. There are just 36 days remaining in 2019 before we hit 2020 and 10 years gets neatly packaged up and just put into the back of your mind. There were so many things you wanted to do when we embarked on this 10-year journey. Let me help you email me with what it can be dave at absoluteradio.co.uk i promise you i will do my best and joining me right now on line one is john good morning john morning dave all right very well my friend and how are you today i'm fine how are you? yeah good man very good thanks for asking so you got in touch and thank you for doing so effectively you waited for five hours to get liam gallagher's autograph yes that's right while he was recently on at newcastle 
Right, and so what What time were you waiting from until? Was it in the middle of the night or was it in the afternoon or up until the gig? No. Well, what it is, I've got these limited edition trainers, so I queued outside the shop from 2 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock in the morning <laughs> to make sure I got a pair. Oh, um, yeah. Then I took them over to the arena at 1 o'clock in the afternoon trying to catch them going in and I stayed till 6, <laughs> but obviously couldn't catch them. Wow, what a commitment. <laughs> what a the, the trainers are a thing of beauty, though, mm. aren't they? Oh, fantastic. We're still safely in the box. Oh, yeah. Right. They're the Adidas ones with his face on the tongue, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah. Well, you haven't lived until you've had Liam's face on your tongue. <laughs> we said it once, we said it a thousand times. <laughs> uh, I know you're a big fan, John. Um, so you, but you didn't, you missed him. You didn't get a chance to see the great man. I, well, the thing about Newcastle is two entrances, so I was going from one to the other, and obviously the gig started at seven, so I had to stay till six, and then I thought the arena wouldn't let us in with a box of trainers, so... (laughs) (laughs) I love the commitment, man. It's nice, it's so nice talking to fans. So, I I presume, it goes without saying, you're a big Oasis fan. Massive, I, since the start. Since the very beginning. Have you you seen them live, I presume? Yes, seen them twice at Newcastle, once at Sunderland, and seen them a couple of times. Right, okay. What I mean, what's your what's your favourite Oasis song? Stand by me. Ooh. Big shout. Favourite album? What's a story morning glory. Yeah, it's gotta be what's a story morning. I think I mean it changes on a you know, almost a daily basis, but right now I'm all about champagne supernova. That's my favourite oh, Oasis yeah, song. Well, that's big. Uh, I'm quite liking cigarettes and alcohol as well. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. It's, it's a um, classic. Yeah. Um John, I mean the big question is Liam or Noel? Oh, Liam, every year. (laughs) (laughs) Both good lads, both good lads. Um, Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to attempt to save your decade with just 36 days remaining. This recently happened when Liam came on the show. What about this little beauty? Oh, right, that is... That's a classic, right? It's a classic, it's a classic. That is from Finsbury Park. Mm Mm-hmm. Year? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not sure the year, but it was Oasis era, and it's called Fake. And it's fantastic. And I said, oh, I think I'd give that away in a competition. Did you? Some lucky, um, you. Some lucky person somewhere. So, John, that was me having a round of nosy Parkers with the great man yeah. himself. He had to tell us uh, which specific park was from which era, from which gig. And to aid that, I had a nice big colour photograph of him wearing them. And we got Liam to sign one of those photographs for such an occasion as this. John, we're going to send it to you. Well done. You've got oh. Liam Gallagher's autograph. <laughs> oh, Thank you very much. Him wearing one of his favourite parkers at Finsbury Park. Uh, signed. <laughs> We're going to send it off to you, John. Thank you very much. That's excellent. Yeah. A pleasure. Nice talking all things Oasis with you. And if I can help save your decade, do let me know. Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. All of you early risers out there, sometimes you go to great lengths to keep a happy home by not making a sound and disturbing anybody when you leave the house for work. Mm-hmm. I've become a roll-on deodorant man to yeah. avoid any... Me trying to whistle there. Um, and there's so many good ones here. There's a Mark in Manchester who does something that executive producer Mark also does, yeah. which is put the key in the lock and turn it to shut the door quietly. Yeah, so it doesn't make a loud noise. The difference between the two Marks is I doubt Mark in Manchester, unlike our own executive producer Mark, just half an hour before that, is using a hairdryer <laughs> on his highest settings <laughs> to get his beloved hour. quiff into the right shape, <laughs> even though he's got a two-year-old daughter. Yeah, it's a bit pointless, really. <laughs> I used the torch on my phone in the bathroom to avoid the extractor fan turning on. Uh, nice. Good trick. That is a good trick, isn't it? Mm. 
put my shoes on once I've already gone outside, says Jen. What? That's a quiet that, consideration. Is putting your shoes on noisy, though? That's yeah, quite it's a quiet pursuit. Heels? Yeah. On a hard uh, floor. No, yeah, but they're... Oh, sorry, I thought you... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> flats today, yeah, flats. It's Tuesday, it's Tuesday. Um... Yeah, but I suppose it's it. I, I don't know. I don't know Jen's house. She'll be pleased to know. Maybe it's about walking down the stairs. Or maybe she's got those, you know, when you've had Nike Air trainers for too long and they start squeaking. That squeaky uh, bubble. Squeaky bubble. squeaky bubble. It affects so many people, it really yeah. does. <laughs> Good morning, all. It was a pleasure to meet you at Absolute Radio live on Sunday at the Sun Pub. Thank you, David Matt, for taking the time to chat. Oh, it's absolutely our pleasure. Thank you for tuning in, Matt. Um, I get up at five, and rather than use the bedroom light, I change back and forward between the bedroom and the hallway so the sense, to the sensor light in the bedroom so it doesn't go off. And I always leave a coffee for my partner on the bedside as well. Oh, wow. that's nice. That's, that's considerate. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time for the second daily smash of your working week. Get that grey matter a-working. And today, we have gone for the world of orchestral music versus football. Now, the football bit of this comes down to, quite frankly, I think I've come, I've come across quite creepy with my thoughts yeah. on Jermaine Genus early on this morning. It's around six o'clock. Uh, download the podcast to, to find out what those thoughts, those feelings, those powerful yeah. feelings towards Jermaine you Genus are. You basically like to watch him eat. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's basically it. But, there, but well, there's more to it than that. Yeah. There's, there's the use yeah. of the word hypnotic at one point. So, you know, <laughs> go, go ahead and download. Uh, so that's the football bit. And the world of orchestral music is because Tim Minchin was our guest. He's also on the Dad Pod, another podcast you should download wherever Ooh. you get them from. And, of course, he wrote Matilda. And there's yeah. an orchestral pit there. Yes, there is. Um, it's a great show, by the way. Um, so, here we go. Uh, as they say in football, the flutiful game, if you will. Nice. Um, back of the well, clarinet. Wow, well, <laughs> nice. Um, and then just one for my beloved Charlton Athletic, mm. namely their manager, Lee Oboya. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I needed to, oh, I need to come oh, yeah. up with something decent after nice. yesterday's poor mm, showing and good. how you tore into me like it's a, a real, pack of wolves. Real return to form, though. Uh, what you got over there, Matt? Uh, Wayne Bassoonie. Oh, yeah. oh, oh nice. nice. Wes Organ. And I think me and Glenn <laughs> both, both went for Claude Ukulele mm. as well, of Claude course, who, who Glenn mentioned earlier mentioned on earlier this very on. show. Find out why by downloading the pod. Emma Jones. Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Oh, yes. Oh, oh nice. Lee Harp. Oh, oh, nice. Mm. And good. percussion motorsucker. Oh, great. Wow. Strong wow. from Jones. Uh, what have you got, Glenn? Uh, Daniel Agapella. <laughs> uh, Fulham on a car orchestra. Wow. Uh, and uh, Clavia Zanetti. <laughs> oh, wow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Were you up to the challenge? Of course you were. Defending with a flat bark four from Matt Owen. Ah, good. Arson Wagner from David. <laughs> yes. Joey Baton from Steve. <laughs> Dean Woodwindass from Charlie. Oh, lovely. Semitone Adams from nice. Aid. Jesse Violingard from Jason. And Adagio for Mings. Ooh, <laughs> oh, lovely work. Oh, lovely work. That's that. good. Bravo, one and all. Uh, yeah. What you got over there, Matt Dyson? Uh, Nathan in Southend is, is doing well today. He's going for Fabio Capcello and Tori Andre Flute. Nice. Um, Grant Holst suggests Buddy Thunderstruck. Baritone Woodcock from Mark. <laughs> Victor Violindeloff says Martin. And George Rashwood, the wrestler, has gone for 
Triangle Di Maria. Wow, oh, the triangle got a shout. part of the orchestra. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Goodbye. And thank you very much indeed for tuning in. And particularly to those of you who took the time to get in touch with the show and tell us all those wonderful stories that make the backbone of this live broadcast. If you want to hear those stories again, well, the best thing to do is download the Dave Berry Breakfast Show daily podcast. Of course, also featured in this edition will be my exclusive interview with multi-talented Tim Minchin. But what shall it be called? The suggestions as the bell was rung are Parisian bar culture of the 1930s. I was already in over my head when I said it out loud. <laughs> Will Jermaine Genus have dinner with me? <laughs> ah, Coles de Sac. <laughs> now, Judas said that, Emma. Like an old friend. <laughs> ah, Coles de Sac. <laughs> not one, not two, no, many. Coles de Sac. Um, but actually, we're going to take inspiration from Claire in Kent, who listens to the show every morning, and she really enjoys it. So thank you very much indeed for that, Claire. And she says, Dearest Dave and the team, surely... You're not going to cop off of anyone if you don't cover yourself in Lynx Java should be the podcast name. I haven't heard cop off in so long it made me spit my tea out. <laughs> so there we go, courtesy of listener Claire in Kent. That's what the podcast shall be called if you're going to search it out. You're not going to cop off of anyone unless you cover yourself with Lynx Java. Wise words. <laughs> yeah. Wise words from 1994. Yeah. But wise words nonetheless. Know this, though. We will be back tomorrow at 6am. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.